You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network. Podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and co host, Kyle, to discuss the 2020 cross country season that almost wasn't. It's been a long time. I was going to start singing that song That for was you. pretty good. Every once in a while, I have a few talents. You, you did you. good. You shocked me with that a little bit. I was getting scared. I shocked myself, too, which is why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, Jess. Yeah, do you know exactly how long it's been? Uh, you're asking me to do math on it's this been podcast? 203 days since Auburn competed. There's two things you know I can't do well. is pronounce people's last names, especially those that are not from the United States originally and that have a very interesting syllables and things like that. I struggle with that with my Southern accent. Let's be honest. And math. Math is the other thing. You struggle with people who are from America, too. That's true. I can hardly say your name. So, you know, look, I have my skill sets that I'm good at, and that is providing quality color commentary to your expertise on track and field cross country. Well, so I... (laughs) It's fair. That's why I I said Um, color commentary. Not good, like, analysis. Just good color commentary. Totally fair. I had honestly forgotten that we ended with the SEC tournament, or the SEC indoor championships, in... February. It was on Leap Day, February 29th. That was the last time that. What? Are the... you kidding me? I swear. So maybe we did. Maybe we caused all these shenanigans of 2020. Because think about it. We yeah, did. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no. But like, think about it. Like our last recorded episode for Tiger Tracks was on a Leap Day. That's just weird to think well, about. Well, that's not when we recorded it. Oh, excuse me. See, that's when it happened. That's when it happened. But that's when the episode went out. So I apologize to everybody. We caused 2020. <laughs> I don't think we did. You're putting a lot of power. Leap year, leap day, track and field leaping. Leaping. Oh. I'm trying to get the correlation going here and you're not following it. So you're saying by SEC championships of next year, we should be back to normal? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, this is the cross country season that we didn't know if it was going to be. Yeah. So I'm super happy to actually be here with you. Well, normally we would do a full preseason look ahead at cross country and track and field for tiger tracks this time of year but since we really didn't know what was going to happen and yeah. you know i don't think the sec really even knew what was going to happen until the last couple of weeks so we kind of just got, we're biding our time and here we are finally with some information to talk about definitely and i'm just kind of i was anxious the whole time that yeah i knew they had this meet scheduled but are we really going to have it so so happy that auburn got to compete so how about this, Jessica? I always like to prompt you to do this at the beginning of cross-country season. Because you've done this for, what, four years now, I think? Yeah, a long time. Long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, nice. Briefly, describe to the Auburn fan who just now may be getting into cross-country or just interested in what's going on, what the event is like from start to finish. What can they expect mm. in, in that type of event? Mm. It's a lot of pressure on somebody who's never run a collegiate cross country race, but, but you've, you've run long distance, and you have you you have the background to understand. I'll give that. you yes. 
for those of you who don't know, I did run in high school, which is many, many moons ago, but I will pull from that aspect of my cross-country um, repertoire. So cross-country is obviously a course that you run cross-country, so you're mm. not on a track, you're not running in a loop typically, you're running on terrain such as gravel, grass. Um, sand traps. Sand traps. <laughs> yeah, those type of things. So not a track. Um these these races genuinely they generally start with everybody lined up on the start line, you know, anywhere from 30 runners to 300 runners on one start line starts with a gun. And that's called a flood, right? Or is that is that term I'm thinking of? I don't know, I've never heard that before, but that so, sounds I thought, right. I thought you taught me that or something like that. It was like the Maybe know. I did. Maybe I left it from my memory. Here I go trying to be analytical. Kyle, stay a in your lane. Flood start sounds right. Stay in your lane. Yes. Potentially. So, um all the runners start at the exact same time and they run the race. So it's not just running, obviously. So there is individual scoring, mm -hmm. which is important. You know, you always want to do the best you can. But there's also team scoring, which seems odd in a running event that there would be a team score. But for cross country, the top five finishers from each school, they make up the overall um, score for the team. And that's based on what place they come in. So... The what's the lowest score you can get is fifteen points. You're asking me to do math again. Well, one plus two plus three <laughs> plus four. Yeah, fifteen points would be the lowest score that you could possibly get for your school. Well, there you go. And so we're leaving out a bunch of like technical stuff. And I know we have a, uh, some cross country fans out there that know a lot about the sport. And help us, help us. Well, it's not even that. I just well, this is we're really just trying to get people who maybe have come to the podcast network for the very first time a little bit of background about what we're actually talking about because. I mean, this is a little bit new territory for some people, and I just want them to kind of have some bases to work off from as we start talking about our first meet. Yeah, absolutely. So the first meet of the 2020 cross-country season was the Commodore Classic. I feel like we always go we there. We always go to Nashville and do the Commodore Classic. It's a classic run. It's just a very typical course. You know, mm -hmm. the women do a 6K, the men do an 8K. I think it's always a good season opener. Typically, it's a lot earlier in the season. Right. I think the last few years, it's been like the first week of September or the last week of August. He, I think even like middle August almost. Okay. Like, okay. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it was like one of the, I usually remember soccer matches and cross country getting started about the same time. So I, I do think that this is like a month delayed for them. Well, well, of course, because of, you know, Hashtag 2020. Hashtag <laughs> um, But I think the other benefit is, though, it was a nice, cool weekend. So, and they're up in Tennessee, which is even cooler than Georgia and Alabama. I say Georgia because we are currently in Georgia, right. not because the team is. Um, but I think, you know, that behooves the runners as well to not be running in a 95 degree heat. Well, if we even go back to last year, do you remember how hot it was like into October? Golly geez. And we're like sitting right now recording on an evening where it's in the upper 50s right now. Yeah, and it, it feels is glorious. So 2020 ain't been all that bad. It's been mostly bad. There, there have been some redeeming qualities. Every once in a while. The, the, here's the thing that we can take from this. No matter how much negativity is out there, we're talking about collegiate athletics, and we're talking about whoop, Auburn whoop. Tigers athletics, and that's what I'm excited about. So we are happy to be here, long yeah. story short. So let's hit the overall points before we get into the nitty-gritty mm -hmm. of this meet. So overall, there it was a very small meet. Um, it wasn't SEC team tournament 
meet. Is that what I'm trying to say? Well, and I think I shouldn't that, have said tournament. SEC teams only. And so what you have to remember with COVID-19, the conference has decided that they were going to conference only competition for, I believe, all sports this year, if okay. not most of them. Uh, so I think that's the only thing that you're going to be. I could be wrong, but obviously football has gone to that yeah, format. I guess I, I didn't think about it uh, bleeding over into cross country. Soccer has started that way as okay. well. And I do think that that's what's going to happen here. So if this is who we're going to be seeing for all of our meets, woo, it's going to get interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so there were only five teams. Um, we had Kentucky, Alabama, Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Auburn. And both Auburn men and women placed fifth overall of all five teams so um we we've got some some room to grow yes so you know what that's okay first meet most of these people hadn't even been training i was reading um uh some clips from reading some clips listening to some clips from the coaches read clips listen i'm on the struggle bus tonight because you know 2020 struggle bus how many times are you going to drop 2020 as as a hashtag on right the show? So, but I was listening to some clips and they were saying, you know, some of these athletes have only been training for a week. Like they've been training on their own, but training with the coaches and with the team for a week. So these results don't shock me, nor do they scare me. We're going to take a quick break from this episode for a special announcement. One of the things that we take great pride here at the E2C Network are our listeners are really our E2C Network family. Now, I know they enjoy listening to us, but let's be honest, every once in a while, they probably would like a little bit of change of pace. Well, that's where you come in if you're a business owner. If you have any interest in partnering with us in terms of ads or sponsorships on our podcast episodes, you can reach us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com. Let us help you reach the widest variety of Auburn fans out there. I mean, come on, who else listens to a network where they cover everything from Auburn football to The Bachelor and the connections it has with Auburn. Utilize our podcasts, Facebook live shows, and other flexible partnership opportunities that are available upon request. Let us help you reach the E2C Network family and the Auburn family at large on how you might best be able to serve them. Reach out to us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com for more information. That's all we have for you in this special message. Let's get back into the episode. Every sport has been interrupted by this. Exactly. So when you Auburn cross country has not been known for being as a team, a great program as of the last couple of years. And I don't say that like we don't have good athletes and we're not a good team. It's just, there's a lot of other competition out there that seems to be a little bit further along than us. When you throw what's happened with COVID-19 into the mix, that obviously is not a shock with what's happened here. Yeah. And we've lost some talent too on some certain areas. Oh yeah, absolutely. So do you want to start us off with the women's results? Oh, ladies first. I get to do the ladies You get here? to do the ladies and I'll do the Ladies men. night. Okay, all right. That's well, a, What that's... is happening? Why are you singing so we much? We haven't done a Tiger Tracks podcast in 200 days, Jessica. That is what's happening. Three days. Oh, 200 plus days. That's what's happening here. That's why I'm the way I am. I'm just weird in general though. All right. We said before the teams, again, as a reminder, were Kentucky, um, Alabama, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and Auburn. And that is the way that the women's team finished overall there, with Kentucky leading the way and Auburn on the back end there. Uh, Auburn did score 132 points overall, and they had 39 runners total uh, across the five teams in this race. Am I I have that correct, Jessica? Yeah, which is a super small meet. Well, and think about it. This is a is supposed to be limited, yeah. Because we talked about at the beginning of these things, you know, we're trying to limit contact exposure to each other during this time. So normally, where you've got probably what double this amount, I think. 
triple to triple. quadruple. So you're limiting who's all at the beginning of this, what I called a flood at the beginning. Yeah, I need to Google that after we're done. I swear you I think told me right. about this. Like, I think you're right. I just, maybe because we haven't talked about it in so long, I forgot about that term. Here, do I actually know something that you may not? I mean, you know a lot of things I don't. You're very smart. Oh wow, what do you want? What do what do you want? You must want something with all these nice things you're saying. All right, let me go through individuals for the women. Uh, We've talked again. Kentucky was the winner. Auburn was in fifth place. Uh, Bama, Missouri, and Vandy were two, three, and four. For Auburn, our top finisher, a very familiar name for us, uh, was Abby Zane, our junior. She placed twentieth with a time of twenty-two minutes forty-five seconds. And this is an average mile time of six minutes and one second. <laughs> 20 seconds overall faster than she had the course last year. So she that's, ran the course, yeah. Than she did last year. So that's a big improvement. I think we found our leader, at least from the first race yep. of the year. And it's going to probably be Abby. And let's remind everybody that we're without Joyce Camelli. Let's not remind everybody <laughs> that because my heart is just broken. But... We've got a bunch of senior athletes. And I say senior, they're not all seniors. Upperclassmen. But upperclassmen, upperclassmen. yes. Uh, let's keep going down the list here for individual performers and scores. Gigi Maddox, a junior, placed 29th with a time of 23 minutes, 13.4 seconds. Hannah Tarwater, a junior, placed 32nd with a time of 23 minutes, 20.5 seconds. Faith Bett, a junior, placed 35th overall with a time of 24 uh, minutes, 8.6 seconds. And then Mercy Kiprop, the senior, placed 37th overall with a time of 24 minutes, 19.5 seconds. So we know every one of these names here. Yeah. The, and we're just missing that that big name that kind of led the way for the women. in the And that doesn't take anything away from these girls because they've been around for a while. And we've, there's a lot at play here. So if we're going to see some more meets, which I honestly haven't even looked and see what the further schedule is going to be for cross country yeah, at this I'm point. Yeah, I'm scared to even look, honestly. I, I like that's we're, we're just going to go like meet, meet by, by meet. meet and just say, hey, we got another one to talk about at this yep. point. Uh, that way we won't get too disappointed if everything's canceled eventually. I like the way you think. <laughs> but I am uh, you know, not surprised by some of maybe the times that maybe as a team weren't as great. But here's the best thing. We may have been the last in the women's, but we did not have the last two places individually there you go i'm finding the silver lining in all of this that's right so for the men um like i said before the men ran an 8k they did place fifth overall with 114 points um however unlike the women the men the fourth place team was unfortunately Mm. uh, alabama um but they scored 111 points, so very close for the Auburn men to so, catch up to the next team. Look at it this way. If we are, if this is kind of reflective of where the starting point is, we are in a position to battle with Alabama for, um, you know, other meets if we're going to be competing with them. Yes. I, I take away just for from the, men, yes. the results of this one meet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I think this is kind of. Auburn will definitely rise and do better overall as a team in the men for the next few meets is my opinion, but we'll see. So for the men, whereas with the women, we had all upperclassmen for the men, we have a great mix. We've got true freshmen and seniors and a sophomore. So I like this, um, for our first Auburn finisher, we had Ryan Kinane. Wow, you did better than I would have on that name. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. That's not even one of the worst ones we've had to uh, pr- pronounce. Yeah, Ryan K. Yeah, Ryan K. Kinane, I, I think um, you got it. So he is a true freshman, um, and he is, like I said, our 
He's the first place finisher for Auburn, and he plays 15th overall with a time of 25 minutes, 32.1 seconds. So I'm really excited to watch him this season. Just being a true freshman, I mean, and coming out of the gate just guns blazing, I'm really excited to see what he can do in these few years. And look at what we'll obviously talk about, who is the second uh, highest for Auburn in a second here. But, like, look at the spread between him and number two for Auburn. Yeah. That, that's a pretty good, as a true freshman. Yep. That's a that's a good signal here of maybe the men, you know, not, I don't want to say like moving on to a, a different talent coming along and some new blood coming in. I don't want to push the guys that are here aside, but I think that this is a good like linchpin. Maybe Ryan is going to be the beginning of something big for the men coming forward, especially yeah. as a true freshman, if he's doing this. No, I agree. So next up, we had Jack Rogers, a senior. He placed 19th with a time of 25 minutes, 45.3 seconds. So 13 seconds difference between him and Ryan, which mm. is significant, but not so significant that we can't use them and, you know, train together. So next we had Carson Bedix, another true freshman. He placed 25th with a time of 26 minutes, 0.9 seconds. Then Silas Kitmatik, as somebody that's very familiar to us, a senior, he placed 28th overall with a time of 26 minutes, 21.0 seconds. And rounding out Auburn's men's team, we had Evan Rogers, a sophomore, who is actually Jack Rogers' brother, correct? Yes. If I'm, okay. Um, he placed 36th with a time of 27 minutes, 6.7 seconds. Here's something I expect to be different in future meets, assuming we have them, is that Silas will go much higher than this. I'm not Agreed. surprised that Jack was number two. But I, I'm a little shocked that Carson, another true freshman, was able to do a little bit better than Silas in this first meet here. Well, and it may be, you know, sometimes the first meet is kind of a a throwaway meet for some of these athletes. They're kind of trying to find their footing and figure out where they fit, um, not only within all of the athletes, but within their team. So you never know. Silas just might have been seeing what his competition's like. So we got a, a few new faces here that we're going to be yeah. getting used to, but some exciting times maybe with some new blood coming in for the men. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, that is exciting because the women we all knew, yeah. which is also exciting for us to know them. But um, just looking forward to seeing what these teams can do. So Auburn has a one-week break, and um, Lord willing, Auburn will come back October 2nd, and they will go to the FSU Invitational in Tallahassee. I was about to say I'd make a joke, but I'll believe it when I see it. But no, I'm going to be positive about yeah. this. Everybody else in the world wants to be negative. I'm going to believe that this is going to be just fine, and we're going to be talking about another meet, uh, although we do have to go down to Tallahassee. That's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. Nobody really likes to go down there. Except that last year, didn't Auburn do pretty well at this, this Invitational? This is true. This is true. And with these cooler temps coming in, maybe going down to Tallahassee, will give them a little bit more of like a bounce between warm and cool. Yeah. And I'm just throwing out, this is the quality co color commentary that you can get on Tiger Track from me here, analyzing the factors that probably do not matter at all in a race. We appreciate everything that you bring to us, though. It's what I do. Yes. I just can't do math, and I can't pronounce names. But you remembered Flood. If that's actually a thing. We're going to say it is. I believe it. So, thank you all for listening to our commentary on Cross Country. And until we come back next time, War Eagle. War Eagle. <laughs>